We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game betting odds on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. Aaron Rodgers looking for Devontae Adams. He's got it! DJ Moore has a pass to the end zone. Jonathan Taylor, touchdown. Hello and welcome back to Rotoviz Overtime on Rotoviz Radio, brought to you by Blue Wire. My name is Colin Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland, and I'm joined as always by Sean Siegel, my co-host here on the show, co-host as well with Ben Gretsch over on the Stealing Bananas podcast. They have had a number of great shows this week. I would highly recommend head on over and check those out. I'm sure a lot of our audience is already subscribed to the Stealing Bananas podcast feed, but there'll be more great content coming throughout the offseason. Make sure you check that out. Sean, when we kicked this off, uh, we we had the Wednesday Stealing Bananas show, and then we had the Thursday Road of His OT show. We had Connor O'Driscoll on to talk about his win in the FFPC baseball tournament. He took home the top prize there. We were in second place. So it was a Road of His 1-2, and although we weren't at the top, we are delighted for Connor and his success taking home that championship. Bringing up at the start of this one, uh, I don't know how our listeners, I'm sure, have, have heard Stadium Bananas um, over <laughs> since Wednesday at this point. But Ben uh, did apologize after the intro to myself and Blair, but it seemed like he took a, a huge amount of, of joy in, in our second place finish. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of joking and apologizing because he was uh, somewhat laughing as he was going through what happened. But it's one of those things where I mean it, it comes out fun for the show, so so I yeah. love that part of it. But also, you know, behind the scenes, like when we started, I mean he he looked like death. I mean he just he was so upset for us, and I mean he was so when the show starts, I mean he's basically like laughing to keep from crying. He he was rooting for us so hard, and it was it was neat, you know, to hear that. I mean Ben obviously is a great friend, and yeah. it's uh, it's fun to do the show with him, and it's it's just. It makes you feel good to know there are people out there rooting for you when you're in these contests. So yeah, it the the actuality was that he was he was hurting for us, and we we kind of went through that on the show, and it, it was it was a it was a fun show, it was a good show. 
when when I was listening back uh, to it, you know, when I was editing it, I, I was in tears laughing. Just that <laughs> I could see where it was going, and I had I know obviously as we're talking before it, so it, it just uh, it, it definitely was entertaining. I hope the listeners uh, enjoyed that, and you did kind of hint at it there. I did, ben mentioned it on that show. I've mentioned it on the previous show, but. Uh, thanks to everyone for all the, the messages over the last couple of weeks of support, both rooting for us and, and how we were doing and how we could, you know, potentially get that W, obviously coming down to Jarvis Landry on Monday Night Football. It didn't work out, but even after it, people reaching out with uh, kind of that emotional support as to how we could get over the, the outcome of finishing up in second place. But it is really great to see all that support uh, throughout the, the community. The other thing, Sean, that's fantastic is, like some of these massive tournaments, like some of the, the really big ones. So we have the FFPC main event. You know, I interacted with some of the guys that were, were part of that team uh, who like basically, you know, ran away with it over the last couple of weeks and, and just had to kind of maintain their lead out in front. But, you know, talking about being Rotovis subscribers and, and how the the tools and the content, you know, helps them construct those teams. And uh, I've just seen it with a number of the people who have taken home, you know, thousands into the hundreds of thousands of prize money over the last uh, two or three weeks thanking uh, Rotoviz and, and the content and and you know it's just it's phenomenal to see people who are reading the site tuning into the content on Rotoviz radio uh, having massive success so uh, that's that's really awesome to see it's been so cool right and in the same way that it's been great that you know people have been rooting for us we're rooting really hard for uh, the listeners who are, are in some of these events as well I mean, the listeners are doing a, a great job and you know but it's been a blast it's been a great year and so 2022 is here and, and we're we'll, we'll be back for it obviously we're excited for the content that's coming up we're excited for the contests that are right on the verge here obviously there's gonna be some ffpc playoff contests and you and i will likely talk a little bit about that on some future shows but yeah it's been a great season and, and we're looking forward to next year. And Colin, we're going to talk a little bit today about some of the guys that helped get us there, some of the structure and, and the way that that worked out and uh, why we drafted some of these guys in the first place. Because one of the things we talk about a lot, and I just want to reinforce it now, because I think there's always this tendency when you do well to feel like, oh, it's because, you know, I'm so good and my ideas work, <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm just, this is going to always happen and it's inevitable. And, you know, I'm touched by whatever that can make these picks. And that's not the case, right? I mean, I'm wrong a ton on the different plays and it helps to remember that one of the things we talk about is humility based drafting and that the structure and the types of players we draft are in many ways, because we know we're going to be wrong so often. And so, you know, some of the guys on, the zero RB candidates countdown this season, you know, didn't hit. That's always going to be the case. Some of them hit really big. Some of them hit only when it mattered the most. And that was one of the things that Connor mentioned on the previous show is that, you know, there were points of time during the year where, you know, Joe Burrow didn't look like a good pick. I mean, he was one of the actual big sources of frustration for me all season. And then he carries us to, you know, second place here. You have guys like Devin Singletary, who, you know, very frustrating through most of the year. You have Sonny Michelle as the clear backup and not really playing that much until, you know, right down the stretch. You have Rashad Penny, who goes through his normal issues where, you know, he looks like he's going to be good, but then he can't play for one reason or another. And so you want to very much understand that the structure helps the types of players that you pick help 
also luck helps and the sequencing helps. And when you get the big games at the right time, you know, that's when you're able to, to win or get close to winning in some of these big events. That's when you can win your individual leagues. I mean, we talk a lot about this tournament, but there, you know, all of us were in individual, either home leagues or industry leagues or, you know, whatever league that you play. Right. And those are the leagues that are important to you. And, and when you're watching, you know, week 15, week 16, week 17, you know, that's where your emotion is. You're, you're fired up. You want to win that league. You know, you, you want to have bragging rights you know, with your buddy and, and that matters. And to do that and to win, you know, part of it is just when the big games happen for your guys. And so you have to be very aware of the good fortune that takes place too, and not feel like, you know, all was, was something that, that I necessarily did. Now, there are things you can do, and it's important to do those things. And we talk a lot about being there so you can take advantage of the luck, right? So much of what we do is to make sure we build the type of team that when you get lucky, you do win. And so, you know, we'll, we'll continue to look more at that. But Colin, again, I mean, from the very beginning, zero running back and the sort of offshoots of that, the structural drafting that we do is about humility and is about taking advantage of chaos and it's about putting a team together where as the season goes along, your team gets stronger and you have the right types of players to win when it matters most. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, a minute ago, I was going to jump in, but I waited, but you mentioned, you know, getting right back at it with the content for 2022, but I was just going to say we finished second here. So there's only one more step to go and that's to, to take home the 2022 championship when, when that rolls around. But yeah, um, I, you know, it's so, it was so right what, what Connor said in terms of like certain points of the season, your team can look really bad. And then some, some leagues people could have drafted very, very similar teams or may have had a, the majority of similar players to a team that does very, very well. But based on the, the structure of where the cutoff point is. So for example, um, I know in this piece for zero RB this week, you're looking back at kind of who is first team, who is the MVP and so on. And, and James Conner comes in as the MVP who had a, a real, real massive touchdown season. He had a really strong season really from kind of week three, four onwards was somebody who I was very heavily invested in all off season uh, was my most drafted player, but depending on what format you play. And this is the part that gets interesting. Then when we look into ADP and, and you and Ben had a great conversation around some of the ADP discussion um, on student bananas on, on Wednesday show, but people then may have been relying solely on James Conner and their dynasty playoffs where he is inactive for basically the, the portion of the playoffs depends then on if it's best ball or, or how things play out. So it's going to be interesting to see what's people's perception is to that. But I think we have to take it as the, the whole bigger picture, but some of these players you're drafting, hoping for production, you're hoping for production all season from all of them, but there's going to be some that it is that situation like, you know, Sony Michelle that we're hoping for certain things to happen as the season goes on but um, obviously when we're looking into the the key section of the season and Devin Singletary um, and Rashad Penny for example are just absolutely and Sony Michelle as well are absolutely dominating um, you know they have to be in that discussion as well you gave the um, MVP to James Conner was there any of the other guys that that put serious pressure on him for the MVP did he get it for the kind of the longevity—I don't know if it's the right way to, do it, but you know the the duration that he was able to have that success um, versus somebody like you know Devin Singletary and Rashad Penny who didn't have it for a consistent period but had it in a massive amount when it really mattered. Yeah, and obviously this is just for fun and and for kind of 
looking through in the article, you know, what worked, when it worked, you know, why we picked these guys and, and kind of, you know, nobody obviously cares who I'm listing as the zero RB MVP, but in terms of thinking through it in my own head, it was a, a fun exercise. And that was the question. It's like, how much does Connor's full season matter compared to what Penny and Singletary were able to do in the last several weeks? And I felt that that full season was the key, right? So I was chatting a little bit with Peter Overset of Ship Chasing, who finished eighth in the underdog tournament, his second consecutive top 10 finish using a true zero RB build in a half PPR contest. And one of his guys was Connor. And so you're looking at that and think, man, just what could have been, right? If he stays healthy and does the same things and you get those points instead of having to rely on Tony Pollard as your second guy beyond Rashad Penny, then, you know, Maybe you have a million dollars there, but the key is to, uh, again, look at the bright. I mean, we always talk about looking at the bright side, but also understanding how, even though he missed those last two weeks, Connor was so important because he got you there. And so when you're drafting a zero RB team, you know, one of the things people are very concerned about is like, how do I get to the playoffs? Because I'm worried I won't have enough running back points in in the, in the first part of the season. And so you look at what Connor did, and especially during that, time where you're making the push for the playoffs. And again, this not surprisingly corresponded with the time that for the most part, Chase Edmonds was not as available, but he goes on this five game stretch where he has four RB one finishes. His worst was an RB two finish with 14 and a half points. He averages 25.7 points per game, which, you know, that's a huge score. And the only person who outscored him during that stretch, not surprisingly, was Jonathan Taylor, who was also very hot at the time. Connor has two games over 33 points. He has that game where he hits 40. And so the ability of him to take so many zero RB teams or just, you know, whatever structure you used, if you drafted James Connor because you felt like he was the right play and the perfect value and you're building that running back depth in the right areas of your draft, then it would have been very difficult to have a bad season. And even if you got stuck in an unfortunate situation where maybe you did lose in the semis or the finals, you got there when you simply wouldn't have if you didn't have James Conner. Yeah, 100%. I have a number of rosters in uh, Dynasty Leagues where they did fade off, unfortunately, when James Conner went down. But without James Conner, those teams are gone long, long before they, they get to that point. So um was a real hero for my teams and um we'll, we'll see it's gonna be interesting like the way it kind of worked where he just came on so strong when Edmonds was out and then he goes out and Edmonds is pretty solid then down those couple of games so um to see how it shakes out when both are healthy we'll obviously um have the Cardinals and the playoffs to see how they work those guys and the other ones that I did touch on there is uh Devin Singletary and Rashad Penny both guys you know obviously on the, the zero RB watch you know all season long but Singletary has been somebody who we've liked you know for for quite some time but it was always a little bit murky with him and Zach Moss and we liked Moss as well we kind of were hoping that one of the guys would emerge but it was Devin Singletary who did take that step forward looks now like he is the real key piece in that running back uh, backfield and you know there's the only the only real downside for him and watching the game this past week was you know Josh Allen's rushing ability when they get into the red zone that can you know be taken away from him but in a high scoring offense like that Singletary um has been extremely productive over those last couple of weeks um and then Rashad Penny who interestingly enough 
is going to be a free agent here um, once the season ends. So he basically has one more week with the Seahawks. But we'll see if he maybe gets gets an offer there to stay on. But it's amazing that throughout his career, we've we've seen flashes of this. We've hoped that he would be able to maintain it, uh, but he has never been able to click it all into gear because of those injuries. Are we going to see a situation where is he going to get probably relatively decent money and, and get an opportunity somewhere? Or do you think that he's somebody who people, teams may say he's, you know, had that success and that short burst, but there's too much from the, the injury perspective. The other player who would have been kind of in a similar um, role who has had success over the last kind of two to three months would be uh, Dante Foreman, who obviously had his injury issues as well. So they're kind of guys that are, are not probably going to maybe get the full uh, recognition and, and and free agency, for example, with Penny that maybe maybe they deserve. It, it'll be interesting to see, right? I, I think that it would have made sense to believe that Leonard Fournette was going to get a better offer after he had that really good playoff run last year. And, and talking about the reality playoffs, as he was a big part of leading the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl title. And yet teams are skeptical because there were some serious demerits in his background. And as these running backs get older and you have a guy like Fournette where it's interesting because he actually is one of those players who uh, he was drafted very early. We know that he has hybrid ability. He does actually post some decent straight line times when you look at the tracking of the NFL players. And so it's not a thing where you're looking at him and saying, okay, well, there's no athletic ability. And yet he's not, you know, when you watch him and you track what he actually does, he's not someone that you expect to break a lot of big plays. And so without the big play ability, you're going to be a little bit less likely to get the big contract. Obviously there, you know, I do think, and we don't want to, you know, cast aspersions and we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes, but there's probably a thing where some of the teams and some of the issues there in Jacksonville, I mean, Jacksonville let him go. Tampa Bay was on the verge of letting him go. When other general managers are looking at that, they're thinking, you know, we don't want to necessarily bring that personality onto our team. I, I don't necessarily think that's going to be the same thing with Penny. For him, it, it seems to be clearly a thing of injury. And then number one, if you can't stay healthy as a running back, you don't have a lot of use to teams. And then number two, if because you couldn't stay healthy, you weren't able to demonstrate what you could do, then again, you don't have that much use to teams. But now the teams are going to be forced with looking at this small sample right and trying to decide what that actually means and that's the same kind of thing that we've had to deal with on you know from a fantasy perspective and you know so one of the reasons why i did this exercise was i wanted to kind of remind myself you know why we were on some of these guys and if it made sense and one of the things that you know you can definitely do in fantasy is you can be more or less right and it doesn't work out because your guy gets hurt you can be wrong in terms of why you wanted somebody and have a completely different scenario play out in terms of how they actually score points and then actually benefit, even though your thesis was incorrect. And so you can be right, but for the wrong reasons. So I wanted to look through here and, and kind of see why we've been arguing for these guys. And so the, the write-up on Penny is interesting, right? I'd say Penny is our second disgraced first round pick from the 2018 draft to make the list. He's a player with more upside than anyone being drafted in outside of the first five rounds but to take it a step further he has more upside than some of the players going inside those rounds including teammate chris carson and for this reason rashad penny is a 225 pound run to daylight back 
which basically means he's the best of both worlds. I've been drafting Penny in large numbers throughout the offseason, but my biggest concern was always that he would end up on PUP after a cleanup procedure on a surgically repaired knee. Instead, he entered camp as a slimmed down, sped up version of the back who already possessed enough big play ability to earn the number 27 pick four years ago. As Curtis Patrick mentioned in naming Penny to his must draft list, and obviously Curtis benefited from this uh, in some of his huge teams, the Seattle coaching staff has been raving about his training camp. We don't know how long he'll stay healthy, but we do know that he'll be a force in limited snaps and an unstoppable weapon in a scenario where Carson is the one to go down. Carson is one of the best after contact runners in football, but Penny has the ability to be more efficient because he's so explosive. Despite a low evasion percentage, he creates serious yards after contact. He's infrequently stopped. He breaks off chunks of yardage on a team committing to the run in 2021. Penny has the opportunity to be the next 20% win rate back. And so you look at this and, and that's what happened, right? And so it's always a little bit, a little bit gratifying when what you had said, this could happen. This is the reason why we want exposure when that does happen. We're still now in the same kind of question of you've got a 225 pound former first round run to daylight running back who can break off chunk plays. We've seen that. You know, but can he stay healthy? And, and what can teams really afford to pay for this particular position? And we, you know, you look at a team like the Denver Broncos who have two really good running backs and their team is terrible because that structure doesn't really work. And so it's a little bit of a luxury type of situation. Yeah, it, you think about Rashad Penny and, and add him to the Kansas City Chiefs, for example, every time that a decent running back comes up, you know, I want to add it to the Kansas City Chiefs, despite the fact that they used their first round pick on a running back a couple of years ago. There are other teams in that situation. If you added, I mean, Penny was someone who was widely available on waivers, even in, you know, sort of minimum or not minimum, medium sized dynasty rosters in the middle of the season. If you added him there for peanuts, then you probably have a guy you're very excited about. And, and this is one of the reasons, again, that zero RB will work in that format as well. It's a little bit trickier if you're in leagues that have 30 roster spots plus a lot of IR spots, because in that situation, even with just how completely you know, non-viable he had been to that point, uh, he's still going to be on roster. So you have to know your format, but this is a situation here where he's just looked so good. And one of the things I said to you and just kind of trying to keep our expectations in check, because I don't know. I mean, you know, I get excited and, and, and all of that. And I'm looking at it. I'm telling you, Colin, we can just get through these weeks. And when we've got, we've got a team that could be the best team, we could win it, you know, but we want to be careful about wagering too much or being too confident in Penny because it's still Rashad Penny. Right. And, and, and he wasn't, I mean, he was a superstar. He kept it. So <laughs> yeah, it just, and, and it, yeah, as fans of his and people who are thankful for what he did, you know, we want him to do well, but just as a person who's out there living his life in a much more important way than what we're doing fantasy wise, I hope this continues. I mean, he's, he's demonstrated that ability that people believed in. And if he could now become a star several years into his career and have this great second act, that would just be so, so cool. Hey everybody, this is Dave Cabin from the Rotoviz flagship podcast. Just stopping by to say thank you for listening to Rotoviz Radio. We're offering our listeners a special 10% discount when they use the promo code RVRADIO2021 at checkout. Again, that's 10% off a one year subscription when you use the promo code RVRADIO2021. 
Thanks for listening and keep on tuning in. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. One of the things that I would be saying as well um, for anyone that's listening and hasn't checked out the piece on the website, we obviously know each and every year Sean does the zero RB list and puts the names in. The part that Sean read out there when he was talking about Rashad Penny is the excerpt exactly from the list article. So in terms of when you're looking through this week's piece, when we're talking about kind of the award winners, I guess we'll say for 2021 in zero RB, it does have kind of what has been accomplished. It also has why that player made the list. And that section is the exact excerpt from the article. So Sean read through it there and it might have sounded like, you know, he was doing revisionist history in terms of what he was reading out, but it is uh, from many months ago when he was setting you up for success with the, the zero RB list all the way back in kind of August time. So check that out. And of course we, we wait with uh it's obviously a long way away sean we're, we're looking at like eight months from now i know it's one of your busiest times when you're putting that list together but we wait anxiously to get our 2022 zero rb list to get those teams fully loaded uh, and we'll be talking about those players and potential players for the list all this off season on road of his overtime so uh looking forward to those conversations the other part sean so there is players on it who have got honorable mentions you do have kind of second team so we're kind of going with the the all pro theme i guess we'll say first team then and then mvp so i mentioned james connor mentioned devil singletary and rashad penny we do have a couple of other names on the list we don't want to give everything away we want to leave that little bit of a tease for the the listeners to head on over and read the rest of it on the site and to get full 
the benefit of the article, but is there any of those guys? Oh, this are... is a, I shouldn't mention, this is a fully free one too. So Sean has just who... been too, too nice this new year. Sean, we're being, we're being too nice here, I think. Fully free. So if you're a listener, but not a subscriber, you know, obviously <laughs> I'm hoping that you'll see some of the info and subscribe, but you don't have to, this one is free. You can, you can jump in and get all of that. Colin, who do you like here in terms of a couple of these honorable mentions? What would be your pick? I know that we have a player on a team that you are a big fan of. Well, I'll have to step past that one. Um, just, you know, that seems too too obvious. But I just have to go back, Sean. This is a free article on rotaviz.com. Head on over. It's a zero RB watch. It's the stars that come out to play in 2021. I'll also put it in the... Uh, tag for you know the, the the show bio for today's show so if you're listening to the show and you're like i gotta go and check that out now click on it go and read it as you're listening along that is just too good of an offer to put up and hopefully you'll enjoy reading along uh, sean there's a couple of other players that we we were also very very excited about heading into the season one of them who i guess we had the hype around and we thought then you know throughout the season we've talked about them possibly going early in fantasy drafts next year in the first or second round but i think the one that was going a lot later that is uh well worth a mention and there has been some games where it worked out for him because of how things worked out on the depth chart with injuries i know damian harris missed a couple of games i know sony michelle who we've already talked about got traded away but part of the reason he was traded away was because of ramondre stevenson who is somebody that we were kind of adding in throughout the offseason and for listeners of the show they'll know that we're doing best ball drafts <laughs> for a lot of the offseason not just those final couple of weeks as we kind of sharpen our our tools for those uh you know high stakes drafts but um Romandre Stevenson was somebody who we were kind of slotting in in the later rounds off those drafts but he has had a number of games here where he's been able to be a, a very viable running back one or running back two on on your rosters yeah he had that great stretch again and we're talking about you know how do you make it to the playoffs how do you manage the bye weeks he had this really good stretch where he had three RB2 or better finishes in a four-game span from week six to week 10. That's a time period where it can be very difficult to get those guys in there. Unfortunately, things did go a little sideways from that point. Some injuries, some illness, that limited him until the fantasy playoffs where uh, anybody who had the guts to play him or had him in best ball knows that he blows up for 19 carries, 107 yards, two scores. I had some interesting questions from listeners and readers sort of when he was hot about, you know, what do I trade for him? I've got people who are willing to unload him to me, but they want a big price in return. Some future first round picks, you know, in the distant future, you know, how does that work out? And this is one where I, I told people I thought it was very even. And so it's going to really depend on kind of how they wanted to build, where they felt like their team was. You know, if they're a frequent trader and can play Stevenson and then get back out of him. One of the things that we know with these Patriots running backs is that you're probably going to be in a committee. It's going to be a little bit difficult to play them week to week. They're guys where maybe you feel more comfortable having them in best ball. Obviously, Damian Harris had some big games for best ball managers at different times in the season, including a couple of the most important weeks. So you look at that and you think, okay, well, there is some downside here. And Harris did come back and have a great finishing push. And so I think that's going to make it a little bit harder for Stevenson to carve out some of the value I was hoping for. But when you look at these two guys, you do have Stevenson, who does look like the superior talent. We even look at like one of these sort of bad games that he had. And again, this is maybe a little bit selfish, but thinking about that game where they ran every time 
against Buffalo. And even though that wasn't a big scoring game because we were actually needing to defeat uh, Jacoby Myers on that final game, it worked out great because he was able to carry the load against a defense that knew he was coming every play. And there were some plays at the end of the game where he was stuffed in the backfield, lost a few yards. It wasn't a big fantasy game, but to watch him do that when a very, very good Bills defense knew he was coming, just the the talent level there. And and I always mention Travis May. Travis does a lot of great uh, college football content for us during the season. If you play college football DFS, he's someone who will help you win there. He's a big part of our, our rookie guide. And uh, we'd love for people to you know, go over and check that out. It's been going like gangbusters. People seem to really like it, which which makes me feel good. There's great content in it because of Travis and the guys, obviously Curtis, Blair, Dave, those guys contributing. And you look at Stevenson and this size athleticism combo and then the fact that he can catch passes. Now, because of where Mac Jones was for so much of this year, they didn't use him in that role as much as they might in the future. I still think there's some, and I don't think I'm I'm in in no way alone on this, but just the idea that there's some stealth, massive upside for Stevenson as we go forward. So he's someone, it's been fun to watch him play. He did contribute at some important moments during the season in redraft, a very interesting player in dynasty now as we kind of look to 2022. Yeah, I think, and I think it's going to be very interesting when it comes to season-long and best ball uh, next season because, you know, the backfield with the Patriots is often very difficult to decipher, but I still think that he will be going in a range where it will provide a lot of uh, upside, like you mentioned there. And I think that that upside may not even be being considered um, when, when we're looking at where his ADP will fall in 2022. I just want to reiterate again to anyone that's listening and anyone that's uh, tuned in today that they're article that we're talking about is up for free on rotaviz.com head on over and check it sean is one of the best writers in the entire industry i know part of this is going to be going back to the zero rb list but maybe you didn't get to check out the zero rb list when it went live last year you weren't subscribed or you haven't seen it yet you'll be able to check out a lot of the information that he put in there as well as um, the awards that he's given out for the zero rbs of 2021 as a loyal podcast listener, as always, we like to let you know you can get a discount to a Rotoviz NFL pass by using the code RVRADIO2021 at checkout. Or you can go to rotoviz.com forward slash podcast to see more details on that offer. Would highly recommend head on over, check that out. Maybe you like Sean's article and you're not already subscribed to the site. You can use that then to get yourself signed up. Going to have a lot of shows coming your way. Three shows a week, hopefully throughout the off season to, to get you ready for the NFL draft and get you ready for your dynasty leagues and then into the 2022 season, which will be rushing around here pretty, pretty shortly, I guess it feels like a long time away, but those weeks will go by quick. If you have any topics or any, you know, theories you want us to talk through or any strategies or any questions, send them my way on Twitter at overtime Ireland or email them over at rotavizradio at gmail.com. We'll try and use as many of them as we can over the next couple of months here on the show. This was our third show of the week. We did have the Tuesday show. We also had the Thursday show with Conor O'Driscoll jumping on. And I did mention at the top of the show, Stealing Bananas with Ben Gretsch and Sean Siegel. They've had three shows this week as well. So check all those out. No shortage of content coming your way on Rotoviz Radio. Sean did mention as well on Tuesday's show, if you do head on over and click the subscribe button on the YouTube channel, you'll be able to get yourself uh, maybe a, a little bit of a special offer we might give away when we get up to 
1,000 uh, subscribers there. So we're currently approaching the 300 mark. Head on over and hit that button. And uh, you can also check out our show with Connor O'Driscoll that I did mention there a moment ago. It is up on the YouTube channel. That is Rotoviz Video. So until we're back with more shows next week, we'll be back coming your way on Tuesday. My name is Colin Kelly. And of course, once again, joined by Sean Siegel. And until we're back then, have a good one. Thank you for listening to Overtime on Rotoviz Radio. Please rate and review the Rotoviz Radio podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You can contact us via email at rotovizradio at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Rotoviz Radio. And remember, you can always support the pod by subscribing to Rotoviz with this country, the Rotoviz Radio homepage, rotoviz.com forward slash podcast. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better, and your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com